0: You are live. Hey, welcome to gig news tonight. Me, Chad, economist or gig tube or whatever. And then him, Hannibal, is hungry.
1: What's, What's going on, buddy?
0: Actually, let's put the, uh, wait, where's the, uh, I don't care. Saying we're having trouble streaming to Facebook. There we go. Oh, no,
1: not Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It said you can start early on Facebook, but not late.
1: This book is weird, man. The way they yeah. set up their streaming stuff.
0: All right, so happy Monday, everybody. I am not drinking a beer. I am drinking some Evan Williams bourbon. I got this huge, oh boy, liter of uh, <laughs> I got this huge bottle at BJ's for twenty bucks. This is this is like pure vanilla. This this is like I'm not really much of like a whiskey or liquor drinker, but Evan I Williams mean, really. Yeah, it's it's like really sweet. It's like
1: yeah, that's that's the that's kinda like one of the uh you know, well well uh, whiskeys you can get. Usually it's pretty cheap. It's pretty yeah. it's not I never had it. I, had, I mean, I've, I've had it and never really felt messed up. Usually the bottom well stuff you drink a lot of it, <laughs> you just feel terrible the next morning. But I Evan is not that bad.
0: Yeah. You know, I don't even need to like mix this with <laughs> soda or anything, I just drink this straight.
1: All right, just take it easy. At least until the show is over. <laughs>
0: So, I think it's been two weeks since our last show.
1: Yes, because you had your graphics card explode.
0: Yeah, um, that's what I was about to tell the viewers. You know, so and it's actually so I got that graphics card Christmas of twenty twenty. I bought it for myself. Actually, I thought I got it long before that, but um, so I got these two new monitors, and they're you know they're four K but the graphics card I had in my PC didn't support that. So I had to get a new one. And then if you remember when I first started doing the interview show last summer, like I think I, I remember the, the show I did with Kim, like I just lost, like my computer just shut down in the middle of the show. And then it it's would randomly either just shut down or restart and no blue screen. And it just took me months and months and months to like, finally, you know, do something about it. Cause like it was, Kind of a minor annoyance, you know, because the computer is still usable. Mm. Hey, Leo. Hey. Say hi. Um, So I brought it to like Best Buy and I paid like 200 bucks from the diagnosis. And then turns out it was the graphics card, which also turns out it was not under warranty. So I had to spend another hundred bucks on that. Mm. So that's why we haven't had a show in a while. It's not that I flaked out or changed my mind. Leo, go play with Logan. I don't know where he is. Anyway, what have you been up to the last two weeks or so? I mean, I've been watching your channel. Um, You're still putting out content all the time.
1: Yes. Tomorrow, hopefully, by tomorrow, I have another video dropping. Um, As for me, it's, uh, again, just busy with dog walking stuff. People are taking vacations right now. So, like, in my area, uh, spring break... Is on for like public school and probably, you know, probably mm-hmm. some colleges, you know, it's all different. But so I've been doing pretty, uh, pretty busy with the dog walking, dog boarding stuff. Um, and it's interesting about gig work, even though it's all gig work, but particularly with the apps, I have a video tomorrow kind of explaining my uh, situation with the apps. Mm-hmm. So hopefully people will check it out.
0: Right on. Well, you ready to just jump into the news here? Let's do it. All right. So this is something that happened near you. Although this is kind of old news right now. So mm-hmm. there was that s- subway shooting like a week or two ago. Um,
1: About a week ago, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, so, I mean, whenever something like this happens, you know, all these people are <laughs> going to scramble and they start using Uber and Lyft, but the the prices are set by an algorithm, I'm sure. And then all mm-hmm. the prices, you know, soared. And then everybody flipped out like, oh, they're price gouging us. Um. By the way, is it is someone is from Brooklyn? Are they a Brooklynite or a Brooklyner or Brooklynian?
1: <laughs> well, only gingerfiers use those terms. <laughs> <We> don't, <laughs> I don't call myself a Brooklynite, or yeah, we're from Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, from Brooklyn. I put that in the title. I said, "Did Uber and Lyft price gouge Brooklyn, Brooklynites?" <laughs> I guess you. I guess you could just say, "Did, did Uber and Lyft price gouge Brooklyn?" I mean, could that be? Anyway, let's read the story <laughs> here from Washington Post. Uber, Lyft, refund prices that spiked amid Brooklyn subway shooting. Ride-hailing services, Uber and Lyft, announced Wednesday they're continuing to suspend surge pricing after widespread criticism on social media over sizable rate increases. as people were trying to escape a subway shooting scene Tuesday in Sunset Park in Brooklyn. Uber is suspending surge pricing in and around Sunset Park and Lyft is capping prices in all five boroughs of New York. Representative told to watch the post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both companies also said riders in the area who paid inflated prices, which according to screenshots online, appear to climb to the 60s, 70s, and $80 for basic rides. Th- Tuesday morning will be automatically re- refunded the extra costs. The refunds will not affect driver salaries, the company said. In addition, Lyft said it is activated as a lift-up disaster response program across New York City until Friday, offering rides at lower rates to help ease the burden on riders What the political transit system is affected by the tragedy. So, I'm gonna try something new here. Well, yeah, maybe not. Um, did you did that shooting affect you in any way? I don't know, like if it was near you or if you had friends or family that was there. Oh, you're muted. I didn't mute you. Oh, it was me.
1: I, <laughs> I was coughing. I didn't want to be picked up. I don't. I haven't. There's no one that I knew personally that was affected by the uh, situation. By uh, that that weirdo uh, that who did that, <laughs> um, but you know I don't know. I guess maybe people may not like this opinion. I didn't necessarily got. I didn't get angry at Uber and Lyft. You know, when something like this happens, that is out of the ordinary. This is not a routine thing, a mass shooting or random shooting. It's gonna take a while for Uber and Lyft to kind of get it or catch up. With what's going on? None of us Mm -hmm. knew when the news broke what how many, if it was just more than one shooter, they didn't find the guy until the next day. How a man that wide, and he (laughs) walked his way out of like, he did this thing, put it on a gas mask, and walked out of a train station. Cameras, everything. So, Uber and Lyft, you know, just like everything else, yes, it's algorithms, but it's also, there's people behind it, it's going to take a while for things to kind of make sense and kind of figure itself out. So, People just seem to again like to jump on Uber and Lyft, and yes, they, they've I'm sure they do terrible things, right? We, we've that is well documented, but mm-hmm. this situation, how are they able to like is it just a push of a button? It, maybe it is, but at the same time, like you know, it just happened. You know, you gotta wait a while for it to kind of figure out what's going on. I don't know what, what, are your, what are your thoughts
0: Well, I mean, because I saw this people complain about on Twitter or Facebook, all that stuff, and I said, well. Or like, I think it was on the rideshare guys, Facebook. I was like, it's not like there's somebody at a computer who's like, oh, there's a shooting. That means everybody wants a ride. (laughs) Hey, hello. You know, like a super villain, you know, like it's it's set by an algorithm. And like all of a sudden, like tons of people are trying to get Uber and Lyft rides. Yeah, it's like it's just going to spike. And we also have to kind of defend the undefendable here is is it right? Because when, you know, like you have a huge surge in demand you have to have the prices go up in accordance otherwise. But the problem is like, if you don't, then you have shortages. Like, you know, whenever there's a hurricane come you know, um, well, they don't really jack the price up on water, but you, they'll definitely put limits on it. Like only one water per person, you know? Right. And, uh, like hotel rooms and things like that. Like they have like the state, every, all 50 states, they have like these anti price gouging laws. um, and it's just, oh, I left my, I left my economics in one lesson book in, in the other room. But I mean, there's a whole chapter on this of why th- these types of situations, like why you actually need higher prices or else you're going to have shortages. That's, I mean, it's just simple, basic economics. Yeah. yeah. So, a, surge,
1: a surge would be necessary. You can't pretend that it's a regular event. Like a, it's a regular day. There's obviously there's something happening. Um, but like, you know, like you said, it is it is a fine line between, again, price gouging is, you know, the term can be thrown around. But the idea that there's only a limited amount of cars, uh, the train stations that was affected by this situation affected thousands and thousands of people to travel back and forth. I mean, train stations was the lifeblood of the city. We all use it, except me, I drive. But <laughs> most of us use it. So it's important. So once it, that bloodline or that that line of of travel gets cut off it's gonna be a lot of people looking for uber and lyfts so you know what can they do in the future for this i don't know because i know there's a story a couple of weeks ago when the ukraine situation was happening and uber uh was getting flack for either cutting off the service or turning. off a guy it was either it didn't matter what they did it would have been like if they kept the service on and someone got hurt they'd be blamed but if they cut the service off then you're cutting off people that can travel like it's sometimes Uber and and Lyft, some of these companies, they get stuck in some difficult places, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, let's move on. We got some DoorDash news. Business Insider again. Business Insider always has the longest headlines. This isn't a headline. It's a freaking paragraph. (laughs) (laughs) DoorDash CEO tells the staff that company plans a major slowdown in headcount growth as it focuses on controlling costs. And it's kind of a run on sentence too. All right, so let's just go over this real quick. DoorDash is stepping off the gas when it comes to hiring. During internal meetings Thursday, <laughs> CEO Tony Hsu said the company plans to grow headcount by only 10 to 15% this coming year, according to a person who attended the gathering. That's a far cry from last year when DoorDash employees ranked more than over 8,600 according to regulatory filings. Hsu and Chief Financial Officer Prabir Adhikar said in the company, meaning that DoorDash needs to control employee growth and do it without hurting business. A company representative declined to comment. The newly conservative approach comes as DoorDash faces market uncertainty. Despite posting a strong fourth quarter, the shares are off more than 50% from their high last November. The company recently had to address the weak stock price by offering extra equity grants to some employees to compensate for declines in the value of their existing awards. Now, I should point out by what they mean by employees here, are actual DoorDash W2 employees probably in San Francisco? Well, I guess they could be like some kind of reps and it's like i don't i don't understand why they need this many you know w2 employees are like, are they just all in sales like are they all like recruiting new business partners like what do you need all like. these people for yeah
1: you ha- you need a, a solid base to continue to sell the services that you're trying to provide to either restaurants obviously to advertisers I'm, I'm assuming um are they counting the overseas employees i, I doubt it you know, the ones that we talk on Dash to support where you, you know, sometimes you don't understand what they are saying. Like, mm-hmm. are they talking about, I doubt it, right? Like, I think
0: they want to keep... Probably the American San Francisco HQ.
1: Yeah. They want to keep their top talent. The talent that is actually doing the work. I think they want to keep them happy so they're going to offer some incentives and stuff like that, but... Uh, in terms of DoorDash just scaling back, I think it's just a smart move by them. They realize they, they see the writing on the wall. They see what's going on in the future. They realize that they, you know, they may have to, you know, cut some fat off here and there. But you probably shouldn't have been doing that a while ago. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, even the amount of employees. It's like, really, you need that many? Yeah, so I don't, I don't just, know the
0: for, but yeah.
1: So I think they're just preparing for things to get a little bit more.
0: I uncertain. think. I think this is kind of a, a a bit of a nothing burger. Like I don't really think it's that big of a deal. I think Business Insider and a lot of these these types of websites they kind of write these stories just to throw in there that DoorDash stock is off by fifty percent, just yeah. to just to put it in there. You know, it's yeah. like and well, the the DoorDash tech tech stock.
1: Yeah, but it's not the only tech stock that's going through. Issues. I mean, it seems like a little bit. There's a there's a negative story for basically all the big tech stocks, right? I think like yeah. Facebook has issues. You know, like th- th- there's some issues f- f- with every tech stock, especially with DoorDash because how they're making money. They're making. Yeah. I mean, they're generating it, but there's there's not there's nothing more than just generating money, spending more money. So maybe this is actually a good thing. Maybe they need to scale it back a little bit.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, what? the next headline is going to be DoorDash men's room. Runs low on toilet paper. Is this because <laughs> of fifty percent stock <laughs> decrease?
1: Remember, we were told by some some content creators that DoorDash stock was going to jump to uh, what? They what are pushing
0: was? for five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. That's we're, like. <laughs> well, I'm glad I got in when it was you know about a hundred.
1: Yeah, even Netflix kind of like everything is kind of taking it. You know, they 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 probably years of just pressing gas and for spending and spending and spending. Now, we're you know, we're in a correction, but some people may think, or some people are suggesting it's going to be a recession. Some people are going to be a depression. It's, so I think it's, they're just saving themselves from uh, some of the damages that's going to happen in the future.
0: You know, what I just noticed is like, I'm wearing an all white shirt. You're wearing an all black shirt. I'm wearing black glasses. You're wearing white glasses. We planned this. <laughs> I have and... a white beard. You have a black beard. <laughs> they call me. Boyfriend. I have short hair. You have long hair. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh oh man, another one of these dealies. All right, so this is from payments.com. U.S. Treasury weighs in on gig worker status debate. Oh, they just weighed in, huh? U.S. Treasury published a report on Thursday, April 7th titled The State of Labor Market Competition that summarized the impact of uncompetitive firm behavior in labor markets. The report discusses how excessive concentration in the market, non-compete agreements or that blah blah blah, or the misclassification of workers may reduce wages and workers' benefits. The report ends with some proposed legislation enforcement actions that the Federal Trade Commission, FTC, and the Department of Justice, DOJ, will, t- will take or have taken to approve competition in labor markets. One of the company's practices under scrutiny is the misclassification of workers. This is when a worker should be classified as an employee, but is classified as an independent contractor. In view of the Treasury, the ability of a firm to misclassify workers without successful pushback from employees who clearly would have an incentive to not be misclassified can itself be viewed as demonstration of market power firms have over workers. Um, and it goes into this and like there was a, they mentioned that uh, that Biden appointee to the NLRB that was a uh, hmm. shot down or whatever, but you know, this kind of, we've talked about AB five, prop 22, all that stuff, you know, kind of ad nauseum on this show. If Steve johnson was here from my chair he could probably and actually i'm i don't think i've heard him talk about this particular article but this is this is interesting because like the treasury department that's just a bureaucracy Mm -hmm. so and it's which all bureaucracies are inherently a political organization because you know they're um at least the people at the top are appointed by the president you know and
1: we don't so, get to elect those people. Like, yeah, you, and, yeah. And
0: if you're working, and the president is going to elect somebody who is in line with them politically, or at least, you know, like they're, you know, conservatives are not going to hire some wacky, you know, Marxist or whatever, and vice versa. So I don't know. This, this, it has me a little concerned, like raising an eyebrow or whatever of like, are they going to try to implement PRO Act or AB 5 type legislation? Without even going through Congress or something like that, or is this just you know, um, like just run-of-the-mill um, regulation?
1: It's possible that it may try to use like the you know what, what Barack Obama used to say he when he had like the 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 pen or the phone or he you know just the idea that he can make a lot of things happen by a lot of executive orders, a lot of just stuff that doesn't you know he doesn't have to. Go to Congress to you know say you know like let's all try to come together on a solution. Uh, I think especially in the Democratic Party right now they realize that the midterm elections they're gonna get they're gonna get wiped out. So what can <laughs> yeah. they do to try to either salvage this, um, try to fix things? I you know they make it they, they're gonna probably be desperate and try to do some some shady stuff. Um, and I, I'm I'm looking at the labor market right now, at least the labor movement. And I see what happened with Amazon. I think a lot of that kind of stuff may trickle down into the gig economy where, um, you know, we're looking at these tech companies and they don't, they're do not they not really in the best of light. They're not necessarily the most likable uh, people in terms of the CEOs and what they do. So this may put us, again, as independent contractors, in a really weird situation where you have politicians trying to do something because they mm-hmm. want to get reelected. And we're just kind of stuck in the middle.
0: Yep. Yeah, not a whole lot to say about that. I mean, this is kind of one of those, they're putting it out there, so we still have to wait and see. I and mean, I would really love to know what's going on with Prop 22 and AB5, because remember last summer, that judge said that Prop 22 was against the California Constitution or whatever? Yeah, but it's still going but it's through still, the still, Yeah, time. they're still appealing it, so it's still in place, but it's like, when is the next court trial or whatever, when is that happening? you know if if john mccallion's watching he might be able to tell us
1: yeah yeah we got we get some uh people from the west coast to come and chime in
0: yeah all right we're gonna take a quick commercial break we'll be back in 35 seconds
1: are you a DoorDash delivery driver would you like to be safer and less stressed while driving and earn more at the same time the driver's utility helper app allows you to do just that Create custom filters and its automated system does the work for you, automatically declining unwanted low paying requests and accepting more profitable requests so you can focus on driving. Visit acceptordecline.com to get started today.
0: Yep, if you're a an driver and you have an Android, you'd be a fool not to use Driver's Utility Helper. Yeah, definitely um it's funny gary is he's he's advertising on all the gig uh show like he you know he's on this show steve johnson's rideshare rodeo show uh jason's uh the gig economy podcast and it's not some well he's not i should say it's not that he's like paying me cash to run these ads it's like that i have an affiliate link which as you probably saw it's bit.ly slash duh gig tube links in the description below. Or if you listen to, on the audio podcast, it's in the, the description there too. Just tap on it, that'll take you right to the, the page. And then if you sign up, Gary, you know, throws me a couple blocks or whatever. <laughs> All right. Transparency. <laughs> oh, uh Robert Reese just said something. If I'm in California Prop 22, it's still in, it's gonna have to be voted out. Oh yeah. I didn't realize, yeah, Robert, Robert was in here.
1: Yeah, he can um He's going to be on on uh, Thursday with uh, Steve Rideshare Rodeo. Probably, I'll probably uh, throw that topic in. Let me hold on. I- your
0: show or on Steve's show?
1: On Steve's show. We'll oh, throw okay. that topic in so he can talk about it. Steve loves talking about Prop Twenty Two. Even though he's oh not- yeah yeah. Well, he's he's <laughs> yeah. been really
0: good on it. So
1: yeah yeah.
0: <clears throat> Eric said, as soon as I started my dash this morning, he put me in timeout. What? I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the news, quote unquote. This is just reading this headline puts me to sleep. Inflation is driving the gig economy as Americans try to make ends meet. This is from fortune.com. So I'm going to skip to the, um, the meat of the article. This is one of those survey polls type articles where you can just go to the infographics or whatever. Let me see if I can zoom in so you guys can see. It doesn't really, it won't really get in much more. Actually, I probably should zoom out. All right, increased inflation, increased work. Have you turned to gig work, including increasing hours or shifts, for, or checking for more jobs in the past six months due to inflation and higher prices? Forty-five percent said yes. Nineteen percent said yes, but not because of inflation. Fifteen percent said no. Thirteen percent said not yet, but I plan to do. But I plan to due to inflation. Eight percent said no, not yet, but I plan to due to another reason. Let's uh go to the next one. Costs really, on the weird, rise.
1: That's a really weird question for the poll. Like it. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Costs on the rise for Americans. Big monthly expenses. <laughs> Groceries up ten percent. Dining out six point nine. Gasoline forty eight percent. Yeah. I remember like two summers ago, when COVID first broke out, gas was like below two dollars a gallon. Oh, it was
1: amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it wasn't even though we was you know was, you weren't know you know supposed to be outside, but when you did go outside and <laughs> put gas in the car, it was amazing.
0: All right, gig economy continues to grow. When did you first start working in the gig economy? 31% said within the last six months. 44% said within the last one to three years. 13% said three to five years ago. 12% said over three years ago. And that's about it. I mean, I didn't want to like go into this whole, whenever you talk about inflation, I mean, it's just not a sexy issue. It's hard to to make it really interesting. But um, it is, it's it, what is interesting though, I mean, the crux of this article is that I mean, this happened, you know, last year, like with COVID sent everybody into gig work. That's why everybody quit their McDonald's and Arby's jobs and started, you know, doing DoorDash and all that stuff. Mm. Uh, Something I was going to ask is that, have you noticed that, um, like, especially at fast food places, but also like, you know, restaurants in general, are they still understaffed where you are? They're, They're pretty much back to normal around here. Let me know
1: in the comments. I'm um, I, I trying to avoid fast food restaurants hmm. for dietary reasons because I'm trying <laughs> to lose some weight. But in terms of like restaurants and bars, I haven't seen a big um, like the service is still moving, but they, I still see a lot of um, for hiring signs. So I still think that they're probably still not up to 100 percent yet. And hmm. one of the problems, especially in my market, New York City, that there's still issues with Safety, crime. I mean, obviously what happened last week where people are not 100% comfortable with even taking a train, a lot of work that's supposed to be in Manhattan. People still want to be remote. People still want to stay home. But I still see for, for uh, hiring science. But in terms of like, if I go into a McDonald's, would I get, There's, I've seen enough workers that can get the job done. I think so.
0: Cool. It is It is funny, funny though that people would go into gig work because of inflation, but it's like the more you work, the more you're going to pay in taxes. Well, it's,
1: it's either, yeah. It's like, you're not if making you know how to money do right. with what you're doing that you may need a supplement that you may mm-hmm. need to do multiple things, but it, it would make more sense to scale back your spending as much as you can. Um, and that's why I'm, I'm kind of concerned with what uh gig work in terms of, you know, the, the DoorDash and stuff, you know, stuff that we do. Our people, our consumers are going to spend less money. Then we get less orders. Then we get less money. So I'm wondering when does that happen? I, um, it depends on the market. Some market, some markets are completely devastated. I'm in, a, I'm in, a, you know, pre, I'm in New York City, so people are still spending money here. But that's, you know, because inflation is it was the highest now is what since the 80s, right? I think.
0: Yeah. Well, really, it's the highest ever because like the, the way they measure it is different. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's move on. This is out of California. Uh, It's a Fox 40. DoorDash driver scammed out of thousands in Central Valley. Now, I had a video of this, but I think they took it down. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, they took the video down. Unless my. uh, Actually, no, I think my ad blocker might be blocking it. Maybe if I turn this off. Is it coming up? No. All right, it's fine. I'm just gonna read it. I mean, it's a transcript, so. Uh, This is out of Fresno, California. Three weeks ago, a DoorDash driver uh, was able to recover his earnings from a scam. After the Dasher story was released, a dozen more came forward saying they were victims too. CVS 47 on your side contacted DoorDash to attempt to help the drivers who had lost hundreds of dollars in earnings. The scheme starts with a spoof call. A scammer poses as someone else with caller ID reading DoorDash support. If you get a DoorDash support ID, don't answer it because your whole bank account, your whole week of hard-earning money might be gone, said Jose Batista, a driver in Tulare. He says the caller seemed legitimate, even verifying the driver's (laughs) order information. He knew my order. He knew the customer, the merchant I was going to. He knew everything I was, so I thought it was legit. Mm
1: -hmm. DoorDash
0: says the caller is, in fact, the customer, explaining how they were able to verify those details. They gained the driver's trust and access to their accounts. I get an email talking about $1,041 has been transferred to an external account with four children to provide. He lost a week's worth of pay. A couple of days later I had bills to pay. Uh, Jose is one of a dozen drivers who reached out to us and Psalms from Fresno was another. I got an email from DoorDash saying my bank account has been changed. He's been a driver for several years. I've been a five-star driver for the last two, three years. Never had a problem with my account. Said he never had a problem with the account until he fell victim to scam too. He lost $911 money that was meant to go towards rent and bills yeah yeah um let's see. the problem is they don't really they don't really um say how to spot the scam or how to um
1: yeah because if 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 it's a customer themselves doing the scam and they like like what the guy said got all the information from the order so you would think that this is a legitimate support and I've received calls from, I know Grubhub called me once when I was trying to do like a dirty multi-app and I was driving away <laughs> they are like, you're not going. But I, no, 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 it wasn't that. It was, I was on the way somewhere and they are trying to give me another order. Uh, but okay. now it's kind of, now I'm thinking like, should you trust any phone calls you're getting? I mean, now if if, if I don't recognize the number on my phone, I don't answer. it.
0: Yeah, I'm, if, I'm like that it, too. If it's important no, enough I mean, to leave a message.
1: Yeah. I know, like I have T-Mobile, so they're pretty good with the scam alert. I'm sure that the other carriers probably do that. What they'll say, scam likely when the phone is calling, but it's like don't trust anybody. Like hang up and call support, and then see yes. if th- what what they've whatever you heard made sense. It's it's, it's difficult because now the scammers are becoming way more sophisticated and. They they know they're just making so much money scamming off people. I, um, there's a really yeah. good YouTube channel called Scammer Payback where they, these guys actually go back and, you know, hack them and delete their files. Like it's a pretty good channel. But they no matter how popular that channel is, there's still thousands and thousands of scammers out there trying to rip us off. It's it's a crazy situation.
0: You know, uh, Chris uh say or from Red Guy, like he's probably their top. Con- he has a whole separate channel. Where he does that kind of IT scammer sting. Oh, like I gotta Kit, check that out. Kickboga or yeah, Kickboga
1: um, and scammer payback. Like those those two I, I watch every once in a while.
0: What's the uh what's the Irish guy's name? He's really um I forget his name. This guy yeah. he has like a thick Irish accent. Oh, um, I gotta watch that guy. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it's funny. Like, let me uh let me go to single. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys can see this is my diploma or certification from that cybersecurity course I took through UCF. In 2020. Oh, so
1: tell me, so, how do we how we protect ourselves?
0: Um, first of all, get out of all Facebook groups. Because <laughs> that's how they get you. They go into Facebook groups that say Instacart Shopper or DoorDash Driver. Or I, I'm in a few of those. And they, then like, they'll click on your profile. And then if you're dumb enough to put your phone number in your Facebook and make it public, they're just going to call you directly and be like, because they they're looking at you right on mm-hmm. Facebook. I'm like gonna say Hannibal. You live at you know whatever street. I gotta addresses. check it. I gotta check it. Yeah.
1: See, I don't think my. It could be. I didn't check that actually.
0: I always. They they tried to do this to me a couple of years ago. Um, actually it was like summer of 2019. It was like pre-COVID, and I could spot this game immediately. And You know how I knew? It's because they were talking like us. They were clearly Americans, and I was like, no, like <laughs> never-
1: there's no way, no way. Dodash is yeah. paying a support agent here.
0: Yeah, or or car or, <laughs> or, Instacart or any yeah. Of the- Uber, no. any of the companies, you know, um yeah. So if somebody calls you out of the blue and they have an American accent, like that's actually it's it's sad to say that that's a red flag, mm-hmm. but it is. um And it's also that the companies they don't tend to just call you out of the blue. Even if you get deactivated, they're gonna send you an email. So and so it's in the case of emergencies. Like I'm trying to think of like like. Um, say like you're making a delivery and you get into a car accident and like your, your phone gets totaled in the, in the accident, like your phone's completely unusable, but like you're still in the middle of the delivery. It's like, you have no way of contacting them or whatever. It's like, they're still gonna, you'll get an email eventually that said, right. Hey, what happened with this delivery? You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's with the uh, support. It's more like, you know, th- they probably won't call you at least not out of the blue. If you request a call, that's a different thing. I remember with Instacart in the early days, um, there was a button right in the app you could hit to call them or to request a call. Mm-hmm. Or like, if I was in a chat and I started driving, I'd, I'd say to the uh, the agent I was talking to, I was like, can you call me? It's easier if I just talk to you instead of, you know, I can't text and drive. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, we could probably do a whole show on this. You really yeah. should.
1: Or at least, yeah, some, some more like tips on how to. Yeah, it'd it be nice like if we had old- some
0: like examples you know of like here's yeah. what to look for but anyway um that's pretty much the end of the news news now we get into all the fun news and actually i think you did a, a story on this and i'm gonna go to uh this view so this is like our i think you talked about this video the next best. time order for me papa john's worker says huge grub hub sur- shows huge grub sub surcharge and viral tiktok sparking debate all right, so I'm just going to play the, the video. I, I'm sure you've There's already seen copyright it. Is there any copyrighted
1: music on it? I can't hear anything.
0: that must be in a, a pretty expensive place it's like to almost 30 bucks for a medium medium pizza. there's a mom and pop, um, pizza place around the corner from where I live. That makes awesome New York style, um, pizza. And it's not nearly that expensive. I don't think like Papa John's or pizza or any of the chains are that expensive too. I, but yeah, I
1: think I ordered a pizza for pickup at Papa John's and I don't remember spending that much money, but it was a pickup. I didn't get
0: <coughs> this. Uh, you know, I should have brought up a video we did. Remember we did last summer, uh, there was a, a survey that said most customers prefer to order directly through the restaurant instead of going through Grub Dash Eats. Yeah. This is a good example of that.
1: Yeah, you I mean, and that's the thing. Like if you're really being smart with your money and your time, but is it going against us as gig workers? That if you had so someone you cared about who owned a restaurant, when you went to your friends and family you know, from that person, you would say call the restaurant directly, the order. So they work with them and and you know these companies aren't taking 30% off. So yeah, the, the prices is always gonna be higher ordering from your house compared to going to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's it, at least at least for Instacart, they tell they say price is higher than the store. I don't know if DoorDash and Ubi's do it. They may, but I know when you go on Instacart, you try to make your order, they'll tell you what stores uh have the prices higher and one and ones at same yeah. price. I think Walmart is the same price,
0: I think. And, and you know what's weird is if cuz <laughs> um like Chipotle is a perfect example of this is you know a lot of these restaurants like you order through chipotle.com or you know burgerking.com or or whatever or the app. And then but it's a white label service where you know it's not a Chipotle driver showing up at your door, it's a DoorDash driver, Uber Eats driver whatever. Um you know whenever I order Chipotle to be get delivered, I go to the Chipotle app because the delivery fee on there is only one dollar, and a lot actually, a lot of times, I'm on the the Chipotle email list, so every once in a while, I get an email that said, "You and Nugs free free uh, delivery this week." You know, I mean, it's only a matter of a dollar, but still, yeah. actually, that free delivery will actually entice me to be like, "All right," you know, because um, that instead of like, and I'll throw that extra dollar towards the driver's tip, you know,
1: right?
0: Um, yeah, so um, order through uh. The company website. If you if you absolutely have to get delivery, like I said, order through the app or the company website. And yeah, so it's, still it's, you'll still get a DoorDash driver, but you'll save a buck or two.
1: <laughs> and some restaurants, companies that if you order through the app, you, you're getting either bonuses or you keep ordering. You're you getting get points, points, yeah. 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 So but, but like you said, those companies are still using DoorDash. So you still, you know, work is still coming to the uh the DoorDash driver, but I'm, I'm I'm thinking in terms of the small businesses. Should the small, if you, if you ran a, a store, you're selling burgers, would you increase your prices, the menu prices for delivery?
0: I mean, I think you pretty much have to because there's overhead. As soon as you're having delivery, that's
1: thirty mean, percent. Yeah,
0: yeah, because uh, yeah. You know, how many times have we gone with these stories of, um, like New York, San Francisco, L.A., or whatever, like passing caps. On what the companies can charge, you know, yeah. So it's like you're as soon as you um do that, you know, anybody who's not you know hands and feet <laughs> in a brick and mortar location, any other uh, customer beyond that is uh is costing you extra money. So mm. all right, let's move on. Another Daily Dot story. Oops, let me get. Uh... Oops, did it wrong. There we go. Why is it just me? Yep, I clicked the wrong box. All right, here we go. Sorry, uh, I'm a lot less rich than that guy, and I tip. Billionaire son says he doesn't tip for Uber Eats, sparking debate. All right, so a viral TikTok video shows an alleged billionaire son confessing he doesn't tip for Uber Eats during an Ask Me Anything.
1: Wait. wait. What does he
0: say? <clears throat> all right. Um you can read the whole daily dot. I don't want to read it because like there it's just all whiny crybabies you know but it's still kind of funny. first of all that guy looks doesn't look like a like a japanese android or something like that kind of weird looking he's
1: not he's not in our normal reality like he's in a different place obviously uh, you know
0: it did crack me up though that he said i'm not made of money and it's like if you're a billionaire you're literally made of money (laughs) well i guess in
1: his position or at least in his defense he is not a billionaire his father's a billionaire.
0: I think they said uh, I think they said somewhere on here that the man Bobby Meisner is the son of Tom Meisner, founder of the SAE Institute Music School. Bobby is known for his life of fast cars, beautiful mm-hmm. girls, and parties, according to a 2019 article by Daily Mail. Yeah. Daily Mail reported that Tom is a billionaire. All right. Well. Yeah. All right. So his dad is a billionaire, but still.
1: You're not a, he's not a, like I remember uh, Shaq was saying he's I think, he wasn't I don't think he was joking, but he was telling his kids, like, I'm wealthy. You're, you're, you know, you're talking to a kid. You're not wealthy. I'm wealthy. Yeah. Like, it's a separation. Well, of course, he spends the money appropriately, but you could tell he's out of touch, ignorant. And it's interesting that we, we usually think that people who don't have money are ignorant in terms of tipping or not. It could be very rich sets people don't understand, yeah. especially him, where does he understand those norms? Does he need to understand those norms? He, he pays it and he just moves on. He But the idea that you are backing out and putting a zero tip it's kind of weird
0: uh, i don't know what the people. the context of this ama or you know why they're interviewing this guy and for oh, why, jubilee
1: but... has all types is that a jubilee uh yeah yeah they do all types of rich versus poor gays like it's a lot of that kind of
0: oh uh, it's just uh, leftist content. yeah race baiting or whatever um <laughs> class baiting i guess i should say yeah if,
1: if you've been taking care of your entire life. And you weren't taught certain things about, you know, like one thing, tipping. I can see that, and and even his idea is so out of touch that he would sp- spill what he just said out. It, you know, it just makes him look kind of silly. But you know, he was raised by someone who didn't tell him anything about, hey, when you, you maybe know, my service, you should be tipping this much. So,
0: I think it comes down to the pre-tip versus, like, they were talking about this on uh, on gay podcast, podcasts, uh, which I listened to this morning. Of like people are equating, you know, like the service you get in a restaurant with what we do, but it's and it really shouldn't. And actually, on that the the scam video that or well we didn't watch, but on that video, the the field reporter she keeps referring to the DoorDash drivers as employees. And I was like, ah, this is why people don't tip. Because I see on local news, DoorDash employee. Like we're not employees, we're independent contractors. It's a, it's a, you different, know?
1: It's a whole different world yeah. that most people don't understand, yet they use the service. They all use these services, but don't understand unless they do it. Unless they turn on that app, they mm-hmm. apply and they do it, they don't get it. And it's good that these articles are getting out there. I saw the same no tip, no trip article on the on today.com. So the information is kind of getting pushed out there that we need enough people to know what's going on um, that they will, if they realize, Hey, yeah, I've been not, I haven't tipped and I'm waiting forever for my food. Let me, let's, let me think, let me do a little experiment. Let me tip something and see if I get my food fat. You know what I mean? Like get, what they, get, the, get those brains to kind of, you know, turn the light on in there. You know?
0: We need um, like JD power or Quinnipiac or one of those like, like legitimate scientific polls to just pull Average American and ask them, do you think your DoorDash driver, your Instacart shopper is an employee? Do you think they get an hourly wage? Because I think I bet you over 50 percent would probably say yes. Yeah. So, but even I mean, even
1: some of, even some of my friends who work in the bar restaurant industry, there's people mm-hmm. who don't tip. <laughs> like the people yeah. walk into the restaurant, order food and they don't tip. So it's not necessarily that everyone in a restaurant or every bar gets tons of tippers. They don't. You know what I mean? So it's not even just that idea.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Let's take another quick break, and we will be right back in 56 seconds. Meet Joe. He's a rideshare driver that drives for Uber and Lyft. Joe currently uses multiple phones to efficiently drive for Uber and Lyft. But this can be a pain at times, and very unsafe. That was until Joe found Maximo, the rideshare app that automates Uber and Lyft ride requests. Maximo will use the filters set by Joe, like time, distance, and passenger rating, to determine which rides are best suited for Joe. When a ride request comes in, Joe doesn't need to worry. Maximo will automatically accept the ride request that matches his filters, and then turn off the app that isn't currently on a ride. Once Joe finishes the ride, Maximo will turn everything back on. This will allow Joe to focus more on his passengers and driving safe. And just like with uh, Driver's Utility Helper, that's uh, it's only available on Android, but um, if you, it's more than just Uber and Lyft uh, rideshare. It also covers Uber Eats. And Grubhub. So I mean, it basically does for Uber Eats and Grubhub what Driver's Utility Helper does for uh, Doordash. Anyway, um, all right, you want you ready for like the the actual funny funny news of the week?
1: I was muted. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: So this this one's pretty funny. Four-year-old accidentally orders hundred dollars in Starbucks on Uber Eats. Love where his priorities are. Four-year-old accidentally ordered Yeah, we just said that TikToker Mark Frank Seven said his family had no clue he did this, was enough to use the Uber Eats app to place the giant order. When he came home from work, he found the three bags to his porch. Luckily for the 14-year-old, the family found it hilarious. Mm-hmm. Eight orders of egg bites, four ice venti caramel macchiatos, four grande ice, three grande hot cake pops, and oh yeah, the duncan as well. and uh he tipped 32 dollars on a well actually was it 32 on top of 100 or did it add up to 100, whatever. This hilarious video racked up 1.7 million views.
1: Do you actually think that actually happened?
0: I don't know. I mean, that's a. If a it didn't, that's a, I mean, that's it's a brilliant. Yeah, it's a lot of, yeah, a lot of um,
1: button pressing, pressing to get to that point. Like,
0: I mean, how how old is your son? He's eight. And would he know how to order a hundred dollars worth? I of Hell no,
1: no. He would not know. I mean, he could probably he could probably figure it out. I mean, he could And would.
0: <laughs> but what What age do you kids start learning how to read? Because like, I don't. Four do Four year olds know how to read. I don't have kids, yeah. so I don't know.
1: Yeah, four year old can read some basic words. Not, I don't know if to a point to order to order all that, like it was like three meals and then the 32 tip was that 20% of 100? I, I probably, probably not. Like, he just, um, I don't know, I call BS on that story. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Well, I mean, if it's a, a prank video or whatever, then. And also, I mean, can we please stop using the Oh No, Oh No song? I mean, so played up at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I think you need... And that video is only, like, what, 15 seconds? We need mm-hmm. to see, like... It should have been a more natural reaction where they film, like, the the kid saying, Hey, Mom, here's, like, look what I just got off of um, It's interesting how
1: And it's interesting how different households take that. So they thought it was hilarious. But in a certain different type of household... A Four year old does that, it wouldn't be so hilarious, it'll be a different reaction. But that's probably the best, probably the healthiest way to do
0: it, actually. Grub warp said Starbucks, man, I'd get Panda Express or something. Well, you're not a four year old kid, though. And actually, I don't know, do four year olds like Starbucks?
1: No, you think
0: Somewhere they would get McDonald's, this, you know, like yeah, they'd get like a think- hundred Happy Meals or something.
1: <laughs> I mean, even the colors that you know, the brand colors of McDonald's is way more attractive to a kid that red, that yellow than starbucks why would he yeah, care well. about you know they coffee i didn't like coffee until i was basically an adult it tastes terrible yeah I was a kid. so i yeah I, I don't i don't believe the story
0: hmm. all right well let <laughs> us know in the comments if it's if it's real or a uh, fake video or a prank video or whatever all right here's a here's a real video this from uh newsweek delivery driver reveals cute discovery to ring camera and wholesome clip I don't know if there's sound on this. Oh, here we go.
1: <laughs> What's happening? What do you do?
0: He found a baby turtle in the grass. Oh. What cracks me up though is that he doesn't put it back down in the grass. He stole it,
1: right? <clears throat> it was off the ground. And also,
0: <laughs> I, I think he was a FedEx driver, but he wasn't dressed like a FedEx driver. He was just wearing like a red T-shirt. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. This think. this video might have been fake too. I mean, it's I got a lot, of, a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute, but and again, I always say like whenever stuff like this. How many times have I said on the show is like when these videos go, especially TikTok videos, go viral. It's for like like this really mundane stuff. I'm like, okay, it's. I'd watch it, but I wouldn't like share it. Like, oh my God, you got to see this. It's cute. The, the,
1: the algorithm decides that it's going to work. That's the video. You're going to send it to everybody.
0: Speaking of TikTok, I am on TikTok and I made a few videos already. It's mostly just uh, me while Dancing? I'm on the road. Are you Did you see my first video got like 1,200 views. Were you dancing? Did you see that? No. No, I don't dance. This is me I'm dancing.
1: At... TikTok is about dancing. <laughs> I thought um, I, every time I turn on the app, it's, it's people dancing in front of me. I didn't even pick the videos yet. Like I Yeah, I, I, I follow I
0: uh, Gig Mom on there, and <laughs> like, a lot of her videos are her lip syncing and dancing.
1: Okay, right. I'll, I'll follow that. At least there'll yeah. be some entertainment. I don't know if you heard this, that Netflix is maybe interested in doing that like you turn on the app and they start playing a video like i hope they don't do that i hope they don't do that i'm like, like some, i'm thinking i'm like China this
0: thing. close to canceling my netflix there's like nothing on there that i want to watch anymore yeah maybe I, I, i'll, I'll watch like the next season of uh stranger things and that's it yeah all right let's move on actually i think this is the uh, the video you talked about Tipping culture is out of control. Workers show stacks of DoorDash orders for customers who allegedly didn't tip, sparking debate. Every Daily Dot headline always ends with sparking debate. Show it.
1: The Daily Dot is literally just reporting what they see on their TikTok. We need like they're doing well enough. Just not they're not putting any original anything content out. It's just well, I guess I didn't do that by making that video.
0: I don't understand why sometimes it embeds the the video, and sometimes it doesn't. Here, I'll just open this in a new tab here. Here we go. I feel like I've seen this one before. It's kind of the
1: same kind of running thing. Play. Why doesn't it work? Yeah, but the, the picture says a 1,000 words, though. I mean, you can see that all those orders.
0: I wonder that almost seems like one of the videos that um delivery IQ or um van the the DoorDash man or you know um well he was actually he was like in the he, same market as Nugs and he addict, moved to Denver. Drive, yeah. <laughs> he used to go by driving addict now he goes by just DoorDash delivery. That dude he's the next Pedro. Like anything like he does live streams and just people will tune in. But anyway, so that's that's the video that inspired your video about tipping culture that how's tipping yeah. culture out of control it's the opposite yeah it's not it's it's non-tipping it's, culture is out of control <laughs> but it's also i don't understand way, we did a video we should have video about this last year like but it was in london remember like um it was at a mcdonald's and there was like 30 brown bags of orders that weren't picked up because nobody was tipping which yeah. i didn't understand because in the uk they don't really have a tipping culture anyway
1: I think you can but I don't think it's like encourage. Well, not encouraged but they actually yeah. pay them a, a wage that's not yeah. you know, 3 dollars an hour or something like that.
0: So, um yeah. if you want to recap the video you did talking about this.
1: Well, my my question my video was basically what people are getting wrong is I and mean, sometimes the drivers it's a lot of attacking the customer and the customers are attacking the driver. And I think is the we should be attacking the companies that set the this business model together. So when I look at those bags of food, and I, I know some drivers are like, yeah, that's, that's what they get by not tipping. If you want to look at the success or the health of a company and you see all those bags on the ground and you feel happy, well, maybe that may not be a good idea because all those customers, maybe not tipping, up, sure, but this will seem like a very healthy business model when all those orders are just sitting there on the ground like how do you be like yeah we yeah because yeah, like, i mean they still had to a,
0: somebody has to eat that cost because they still had to pay for the you know the ingredients they like, still yeah. had to the, the the man hours of actually making the food and then for it to just sit there and nobody oh well, i guess look well, i the guess it is paid resources. for it. it well i guess it is paid for because you know they're not going to start an order until you know the check clears mm-hmm. but that like they like the store. They probably. I mean, it's not that they don't care. They definitely they care because I mean, it looks. It's just a bad bad PR image to have stacks of, you know, unpicked up food just sitting there. Yes. Yeah. Um, either
1: like you, why 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 the app was allowed for people to continue to order knowing that people are not delivering the food. Like what? Why did the McDonald's or whatever that restaurant stop? say hey stop making orders they're not no one's you know what i mean like there's no one saying hey let's slow this thing down so as much as we get excited about you know non tippers not getting their food is this a really good business model yeah is this shows the strength of how people make their money like many of them are doing this part-time but there are a few that are doing it full-time how confident are you that this can continue
0: yeah you know? i mean it's like, kind of like uh I wonder if like restaurants should be like us where they would decline no tip orders because like then it's a a bigger gamble for them to, okay, an order just came in for whatever, but you can, they can see on the receipt. There's no tip for the driver, which means it might be sitting here for a long time or forever. And we're going to just waste food and waste time making it. Yeah. You know, and like, it's a small business. Yeah. And it's again, I mean. Maybe I think rookies probably make this mistake of you know, every time they see like th- they might have like a hundred percent acceptance rate, just accepting anything because they think, well, they're probably gonna tip cash at the door. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not. What percentage very, of people would you rare. say tip at the door? I'd say less than one percent, it's
1: probably around that. I mean, I would, I half a enough, percent. No like, okay, when I first started, when I grabbed every order, I rarely got tipped. So when I first started and didn't know I didn't know what I was doing mm-hmm. doing Uber Eats and before they didn't even show you the full amount they just showed you like a value like you, you uh, yeah, a business, yeah. and then you wait for a tip to come No, I didn't get tips by the door. I didn't, I didn't get any tip. Um How long very rarely. Did you
0: did you have an epiphany or revelation like, "Oh, I'm wasting my time taking these"? Two. But
1: you know, I was always I always love YouTube, so like anytime I pursued anything. So like yeah, I was doing it for a few days. And, then, you know, you always say, like, hey, okay, what else is there to learn about Uber Eats or whatever? Let me check it out. And then you start to see more and more and, you're, and you really get to understand like, oh, I'm wasting my time doing A, B, and C. So, yeah, it didn't take that long. It took me maybe a few days, a few times being out there. I'm like, am I doing this right? And then you realize, oh, you're doing it completely wrong.
0: Hmm. All right, let's move on. We only got a couple uh, left. This one's actually two in one. Again, from Newsweek. Um, the, so it says Uber Eats order allegedly delivered with bite taken out of burger. But this video right here has nothing to do with that. But it's, I thought we could uh, comment on it. Let me do this full screen. Here we go. This, I don't know if you've seen this, but let's tell me your reaction. Mm-hmm. This sweet Uber Eats driver, he so softly, de- delicately placed tissue paper under the food and goodie, ba- goodie bag he brought us. I don't think there's sound on this one. Actually, I think I've been muted. There we go. So this is like somebody's uh, house. Mm. Contained masks and some candies. With a sweet personalized card. And then there's a poem or something. God bless him. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is that is what i would consider overkill
1: that's some that's some service as uh robert reese would say That is that is providing service to your uh, customers
0: um yeah but that's my definition of overkill you don't need to put a tissue paper down giving out masks and candies that's just wasting your own money like they don't it's it's more about the communication like within the app, like hey, I'm on my way, I got your food in a hot bag. Do you want me yeah. to ring the doorbell or just leave it? And then thank you for the tip. Have you yeah, pleased are- I
1: remember that the the one time I ordered food and it was I thought it was kind of cool. Like I, I I may have tipped more. Um he just gave us some some dinner mints. Like a little card, he stapled it with some dinner mints in there, and I was like, "That's pretty nice." You know, I finished eating, my breath was gonna stink. We got some mints right here. I like. I'm sure it didn't cost him a whole lot of money to do that. He got a stapler, some card, and, a, and a, some some mints. So I'm like, "All right, that's that's interesting." But yeah, what he did is a little bit, you know, a card, a poem. It's like, all right, we we get it. Yeah. Get well,
0: you know what? That. But th- you're smart though, because a lot of people would be dumb to think that the restaurant gave. The, the driver of the mints. Yeah. 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 So uh, the moral of the story is, I mean, if you're, if you have, if you're just making hand, money hand over fist, you're balling out of control as an Uber no driver. Yeah. Then, uh, then I guess, yeah, you can throw your customers a little uh, goodie bag and stuff, but um, otherwise that you're just wasting like, like that's overkill. Yeah. All right. So let's get to the actual story here. Uh, Uber Eats order allegedly delivered with bite taken out of burger. A food order delivered to Uber Eats customers allegedly not exactly <laughs> customer expected. Reddit user posted Tuesday. So, well, that, it's on a separate page. So I got to open this. Well, uh, went to eat my Uber Eats delivery from DQ Dairy Queen in Bellingham, Washington, and there's a bite out of it, and you can <laughs> clearly see. The problem is like again, That's this could funny. be another staged or hoax hoax thing because. Yeah. It could the or, guy could have just picked ax- it was It was an accident.
1: Maybe it was someone that was either on a break and they're having a meal and they took a bite, put it down, and someone grabbed it. I mean, why do we assume it was the driver who did it? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like why the bags are sealed. They actually they mentioned that in the in the in the story.
1: The, yeah. Like that could have been a mishap, obviously. Um, it's just it's it's funny, but it's also really frustrating i'm assuming if you ordered and you open up your burger you're about to eat and then some a big nasty bite isn't it like oh
0: yeah that that's disgusting i'd be (laughs) i'd be super pissed
1: yeah i'm like you gotta refund me and i like this this can't i'll never use the service again like i'll just go off but i wouldn't assume necessarily the driver did it like what do you think he's yeah exactly i I would assume the
0: restaurant did it
1: yeah i assume it was a mistake with the restaurant well at
0: least he didn't put his dick in it and say (laughs) how's that dick taste Pig, <laughs> remember that last year? Yeah, you want some
1: more context into that story? <laughs> oh
0: yeah, so last year, some gang member, he was like a DoorDash driver or something.
1: Yeah, like 15 uh, felonies, still got on DoorDash. Yeah, and
0: uh so he he was delivering. I think I think it was Chipotle too. Yeah, um, it was Chipotle. allegedly yeah. put his wiener in, and it was a delivery to a cop.
1: He knew that, which is yeah. interesting too. He knew that was a cop. He was. <laughs>
0: Robert Reese said, a rogue employee.
1: It could have been a employee. I'm thinking because usually when you have your breaks, you're allowed to eat some of the, the food there. What happened to do just... someone. did I think it was that
0: dude's it. last day. <laughs> he was like, I'm going out with a bang. <laughs> All right. Spe- speaking of which, here's our last story. Not technically gig-related, but adjacent. So this is, uh, angry Amazon driver has a bad day.
1: Yeah, we all do. We all have them sometimes.
0: Go full screen here. This is an actual Amazon employee. You can see the blue truck. He's kicking a really heavy package. (laughs) It's... Gave the camera the finger. But he's not done. He comes back. Hmm. This looks like um where I used to live. These types of houses. Mm-hmm. That
1: houses. is, yeah. You threw that?
0: Yeah, and it hit like the the ring doorbell camera or whatever. Um, that's pretty amazing that he was able to you know huck it right at the camera. That's I mean that's more luck than skill, but um. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh and that's not the only uh there's tons of videos like this of Amazon drivers going nuts like that. Um do you think it's you think it's just the this driver having a bad day or maybe this dude he delivers to this person's house all the time and he's like fed up with them? I mean, I guess I mean, we're want- just going to speculate anything is fair game.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could be a lot of different things happening. I mean, clearly this person doesn't want to work anymore. at Amazon, I'm sure you got fired for that <laughs> because why would you, yeah. you know, Amazon's not allow you to be. So I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on with the Amazon drivers, but this happens with, you know, FedEx and UPS, but not as much weird stories I'm seeing now. I think, again, it's it's similar to, a little like I said, adjacent to gig work where Amazon really needs these packages to get the hell out of this. So they're hiring everybody. And Amazon, uh, Amazon, Amazon driver <laughs> doesn't, he's not making as much, he or she's not making as much money as a FedEx driver or, or a UPS driver. They don't make as, as much. I don't think they get as much benefits. So I don't know if they're getting the best drivers. And you're just getting everyone in there, they're blocking streets. Like I see, I see how some of them work. They're not necessarily the best workers, but um, you know, it's more of you are trying to take over the world, you're hiring everyone most. You don't hire anyone, everyone, if you're trying to get like, the best possible service for your company, obviously. So these things are going to keep continuing to happen. And hopefully that person mm-hmm. got fired, though. Because I'll be yeah, pissed that's, off. That's just of being athletes. a dick, yeah. yeah, like, no, I can't do that. I don't care how bad your day is. Oh, you know, out, this, you know, <laughs> out, you know there, take a break. You know, you can do some other things.
0: The, it raises a question, though, is something I've noticed is because I do Amazon Flex, right? Um it's basically, it's the same thing as that, except I use my own car, but right. the packages are, are usually a lot smaller. It's pretty rare, I guess, not that big. Um, so something I noticed is that, like, a tendency that I have is when I can feel it, like, you know, you can, like, you know, how some packages are actually cardboard box and then some are, like, in that white bag. And, like, if it's a bag, it's just, you know, it's no protection at all. So whatever's inside the bag, you can feel. Right. And I'll notice that, like, something that I'll do is, like, a lot of times, people will order clothes, and it comes in the white bag, and I can feel it, and I'm like, "This is just clothes, you know, it's a shirt or something, like you know, yeah. something very pretty soft." Right. Um, And instead of walking all the way to the door, I'll get about six feet, two yards, two meters back, and then kind of frisbee it to the door because I know it's closed; it's not going to break. Right. And then, but I'm like, "Why can't I? Why can't I walk that last six feet?" And it's also um, It's not just me, but it's like when you go to the supermarket and you're going to put your shopping cart into the cart corral in the parking lot, Mm -hmm. nobody walks all the way. Like, they don't put it into the corral and squeeze it into all the other carts in there. You just huck it in there and then walk away. Like, as long as it gets over the... Like, there's usually, like, a metal uh, plate on the ground so that it won't roll out into the parking lot. It's like, why can't... Like, we walk... You could walk like 50 feet, 50 yards from like your car to the cart corral, but that last anywhere from two to ten feet is there you go. What <laughs> yeah. what why, why is it like why do we suddenly get lazy on those last few steps? I don't
1: it's interesting. Uh Robert came up with a comment, uh, which I actually I was gonna bring to light as well, even if it it is a shirt. You may want to be careful because you don't want someone to say, "Oh, I saw, I saw, um, you know, Amazon Flex driver throwing a package." Mm -hmm. So I would take the few steps to place it on to the to the um, front door. Well, you know what I do? Perception is is unfortunately sometimes perception is everything. You know, want to get yourself. Well, I
0: I look to see if they have a ring doorbell camera or one of those other ones, or if it's just a, you know, an old school. Uh, mm. Plastic usually with a light on the inside, so if they have a smart doorbell. Like I usually don't do that because I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be right, on, on this show. Yeah, you want yeah, exactly right lazy Amazon driver. <laughs> um, I I've been making a lot of bank with Amazon lately, especially these Daytona blocks. Um, I posted it if you follow me on Instagram. So I started a new Instagram for gig. Like I have my own at Chad Polans. That's just me. And it's pictures of me and my cats and my beer. That's pretty much it. But it's also at gig Two podcast. Um, which has been sitting here for most of the time. So yeah, I'm at gig to podcast pretty much everywhere now. Um, so if you follow me on, on uh, Instagram uh, a few nights ago, I got a, th- it was only a three hour three. No, it was a f- scheduled to be a four hour, a block paying $124 and I finished it in three hours. I mean, even if it was the full four hours it comes out to $31 an hour, Mm -hmm. I finished it in like three hours. So it came with like $41 an hour and I'm delivering to like all in, in the countryside there out in Volusia County. And uh, again, I showed this on my TikTok. I should bring this. Actually, I can bring it up. I don't know if you saw this on, uh, on even if you didn't, I'll show you. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, Talk while I'm doing this. What?
1: Oh, what's up, right? here, rodeo jumping in. Well, we're wrapping up. Chad's trying to show us something.
0: Yeah, I want to show you. Uh, somebody's an actual house I delivered to, and if you follow me on TikTok, it's still up there, I believe. All right, here we go. Got to share my. Got to share my screen again. Amazon flexing. Uh, pretty sure this is it. Um, Well, this is one of them. Mm -hmm.
1: Seemed like a scene out of a a horror movie.
0: This video doesn't do it justice, because it was way steeper than that. Yeah. That's not the one I wanted to show. There was another one. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Those those
1: kind of areas kind of weird me out as a city boy.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so this is somebody's house. Look at their fence or the gate to their property. Can you see what it says?
1: It said, keep the keep the
0: fuck out.
1: Keep, yeah. That's 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 inviting. That is that somebody went to the trouble
0: of, of paying or making that themselves. Like that is pretty lunatic behavior there
1: well they they represent and express themselves honestly please don't come around here i like, don't bother <laughs> we don't want you here well i guess you're cool because you gotta you're
0: the these people practice. who live like to get to their house it's like uh anywhere from like a mile to like five miles off a main road and it's all dirt roads and like the the road i ju- the video i just showed you of like it's mm-hmm. like this freaking sine wave that goes like this and these gigantic potholes it's like you can only drive like five miles an hour. Well, in my car, um, I mean, if you had an SUV or a pickup truck, you'd probably go a little bit faster because the the car's further up off the ground. But um, speaking of which, so uh, I was driving today here in Lake Mary, just you know, in the suburbs, Lake Mary Boulevard. I see something in the middle of the road, and it's pretty flat, and it it looks like a seat cushion, and I just drive right over it, and sure enough it knocks the splash guard off the uh, underneath my car. So I'm mm. driving and then I hear it.
1: That sucks, man.
0: So I don't know if I'm going to work tomorrow. Cause and I've gone to my mechanic so many times. Um I'll bring them like zip ties and like, see if they can just zip tie it. Cause this splash guard, I go through them like freaking paper towels or something. My, my, my my mechanic is like you got to invest in some like you know um, premium you know name brand uh, equipment here because like I made the mistake of getting one off Amazon and it was mm-hmm. like basically made of cardboard or whatever. Um, they're like you got to get OEM parts. Uh, so which which I can do, but then when I end up out in the country like that, you know, and I'm on freaking dirt roads with these ten foot deep potholes crazy uh, it's just gonna knock it back off again crazy so,
1: well be safe out there man
0: yeah uh, steve yeah well we originally had this show scheduled for 10 but i that was my last order of the day i was just telling you so i finished it and i was like i could stay out a little bit longer but i don't want to drive around here in that <laughs> so i'm like you know i'll take care of that tomorrow so Yeah. anyway um yeah that wraps it up you know it's funny i thought we were gonna do this show under an hour but we're back to our old rambling way so I mean this is like a <laughs> Joe Rogan show we're going on <laughs> 73 minutes here what do you got uh, uh plan for aren't you doing a, a live stream with Pedro in a couple days
1: yeah uh Wednesday uh I 420 think Wednesday, <laughs> oh yeah which I probably won't be doing any of that <laughs> uh is it just a, like that's the day like I was like everyone need to calm down. Think about your problems. Why are you smoking? Like, why are you getting high right now? You know, like, think about the issues. Be sober today. But that I'm sure no one is going to do that. But, yeah, we're going to be hanging out, talking a bunch of crap about crap.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I look forward to it. Um, I'm not sure what the schedule is for this show. I think we're going to do the new show Monday nights and Thursday nights, possibly Thursday mornings. And then I'm going to probably do the interview show wednesday night like how we used to do it uh because originally i was going to try to do the new show monday wednesday friday nights but um it's just too hard to coordinate with hosts and like to commit to especially on friday nights you know that's even if you're if you're single if you're married that's you know date night or you know family night or something or just you know so um, it's hard to to commit to that, and especially on the weekends too. So, looks like we're probably going to do the show twice a week. And again, Steve Lebinski, uh not Steve from Rancher Rodeo, will be my co-host. We thought so. We thought about doing it on Thursday mornings, um, while we're both you know drinking coffee <laughs> and in our bathrobe or pajamas or whatever. So, <laughs> we'll, so we'll see how that goes. All right, all right, all right. This was uh, been too long. Uh, Robert Reese said, Hannibal and I did 9k with Pedro. We should link up. Gigtube, you also did 9k. What
1: uh, views? I think he's probably suggesting. I think Is that right long video. You making 9,000 with Pedro? Yeah, we'll link up. We'll <laughs> figure it out. Like what's going on? Uh, but I'll, I'll I'll see you Thursday. All uh, right, Robert.
0: All right. Thanks for watching again. If you don't want to watch the show, which I should have said at the beginning of the show, you can either." Obviously, watch the replay. I don't need to tell you that. But this is available as an audio podcast on all podcatchers. So you can, <laughs> you know, like you see the, the runtime in the corner there. That's like yeah. we went like 80 minutes. We're tired. And you're oh, like, I don't have time. I'm not going to watch that. And it's like, you don't have to <laughs> subscribe to the audio podcast and then just listen to it in the car or when you're walking around or at the gym or. You know what are you what are you what are you usually doing when you're listening to podcasts? Like usually I'm walking or I'm well, yeah. usually I'm, in the car, I'm driving I'm around. Yeah. yeah, I'm
1: either driving or I'm walking. I'm not. Yeah. I don't. I should listen to more podcasts at home, but there's always something happening in my house. People are talking to me, but yeah, definitely when I'm isolated, I, I like listen to podcasts.
0: Pre-COVID, when I had a gym membership and I would go and go on the treadmill. Oh yeah, a, gym. Yeah, gym. The elliptical. Good. You know, I just sit and just listen to podcasts all the whole time. And also the nice thing about podcasts, although you can also do it on YouTube is you can listen to them at two X speed, even three X speed. So, I mean, a Joe Rogan show, that's three hours long. Listen to it at three X speed. You listen to it in an hour. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm trying to think of a way to end this thing. So keep hustling everybody. And Logan cat says, have a good night. All later, right. guys. We'll see you later. Bye.